We're just joining us. So we were talking about the 98-unit two-building complex at 610 and 620 Camby Street. Uh, it is home to um, uh, temporary modular housing complexes, which will cease operations, uh, we are told, by after uh, July 31st. Uh, many have speculated that it, eventually there will be redevelopment on the par- uh, property for the new Vancouver Art Gallery. Of course, activists today were saying, look, we should, uh, if you have to move, move them, uh, move these little, uh, buildings somewhere else, these modular housing complexes, but at the very least, make sure you have guaranteed housing for those that live there. Housing is always a complex issue. Joining us now to talk a little bit about uh, this particular housing development and the overall issue of modular homes uh, here in in British Columbia is Ravi Kailan, BC's Housing Minister. Minister, thank you for joining us today. Hey, Josh, thanks for having me. So let's talk about this specific issue in and around Larwell Place, the 98-unit two-building complex. As I said, anybody who's been downtown would know it's around the 610, 620 Camby Street, a future home potentially for the Vancouver Art Gallery. Can you walk me through, at the very least, to help me understand that if, if this does have to be shut down because of the lease, where these people go or, or if there's any opportunity to find housing for these people? Well, Josh, it, it was always meant to be temporary, this site. Uh, this was the understanding with the city of Vancouver when the original lease was uh, undertaken with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. In fact, uh, we have been proactively working with those that live on the site to find them uh, alternative housing options. Uh, many people already have taken it, and we continue to urge those that are there to take other housing options because housing options are available to them. Uh, so you're saying the majority of people have already taken other housing options. Just it, There's a, a, a small minority that so far have either refused or just haven't found a place? Yeah, there's a, a small minority of residents that, uh, I guess, believe that they want to fight to keep the, the, the modulars where they are. Um, but again, this was supposed to be temporary from the beginning. Uh, I know that uh, um, they, you know, cite the reasons for, you know, building community, wanting people to together, and I get that. I think that's, that is very important. But when you're in a housing crisis and you have the challenges that we have, we, we need to be able to move people as, um, as spots come up. So, for example, when we know uh, a location is uh, coming up, we have new units that we've been investing in that are opening up. We start moving people into more permanent housing because these modulars are always supposed to be temporary in nature. They're never supposed to be the end of, uh, of the solution. We want to get people into more stable housing. Mm-hmm. And so we've been moving people from the beginning from that site. Uh, and, uh, and again, the last few folks that are there, we're, we're telling them, hey, take the options that we have available. They are. If we can find another spot from the city of Vancouver to uh, lease to move these modulars to, we'll certainly look at that. But right now, there's no option uh, for these modulars in particular. And when we say a small minority of people, a handful of people, what are we talking about here? 10, 15, 20? Uh, I believe the numbers around that, Jez. I don't have the exact number uh, mm-hmm. because it, it, it does uh, fluctuate. Uh, but roughly, I, I would say that those are the amounts of people that uh, still need housing. And again, we do have spots available for them. And, and you know, and I appreciate the, uh, the activists are making the case that we need more housing. We definitely need more housing. We need to continue to work on this. So I am sympathetic to, to that point. Uh, but I also, uh, you know, I think it's important for your listeners to know, and certainly what I share with them is uh, we have 98 units that just opened up where we're moving people into. Uh, we've moved people that have been displaced by fires, especially uh, into those units. We have 
We just purchased a Chalmers Lodge. We have uh, new modulars opening up on Hastings Street. And so we have spaces not only open now, but we are moving more people in, uh, moving them out of the shelters and into modular housing, which is, I think, uh, better than, than obviously the shelter spaces that we have now. Now, the, the, the one, the, the modular units, I think it was main and terminal that you're, you're building, they're almost done. Those are to deal with those that were in the tent city, were they not? Or, or have those folks, have, have they found homes elsewhere? Well, we've been moving people from uh, the Hastings encampment in particular uh, into either uh, short-term rental, uh, uh, short-term SROs that we have available now. We've been renovating and moving people in. Uh, We opened a brand new one, a fully renovated uh, site at at Gastown. Uh, We've got 98 people that we're going to be moving in. I believe 25 people from the Hastings encampment have already been moved into that. We have the Hastings one coming. We purchased the Chalmers Lodge, uh, which was a, a building that was designed for seniors. And we have an additional 130 spots coming there. So, you know, we're making the investments to open the spaces up because we know the need is there. Um, and again, these modulars in particular that, that, uh, that some folks were protesting at were always meant to be uh, temporary. And uh, we are looking to move those modulars to another site. If we can't find a leased opportunity in Vancouver, we'll certainly look for an opportunity uh, somewhere in the Metro Vancouver region. Um, Minister, it's a tough question to answer, but how, when do you see, see us collectively as a society getting ahead of this? I mean, you talk about all these modular housing units you're putting up. You've purchased a Chalmers Lodge. These are all tax dollars going to this. And I think most British Columbians would say it's a good thing because you want to help those that are having difficulty. At the same time, it's, it is still a tremendous amount of tax dollars that are required to do all this, resources that are required to do this. It just seems to me there seems to be a en- never-ending demand for this uh, on the housing side for those that are most vulnerable. I mean, uh, is there light at the end of the tunnel here anywhere that you see any sort of uh, bright spot? I know we're finding housing for them, but it just seems to me the demand is just almost permanent and it's very difficult to get ahead of everything. Well, you know, just there is hope. Uh, I mean, I've talked to, uh, I've been fortunate that I've been able to talk to many people that went from sleeping in parks to going into shelters, then getting into uh, uh, SROs, and now uh, have uh, housing in market. Uh, and so I've seen and I've been able to talk to people who have gone through and got back on their feet. So, so there is hope the system can work. The, the challenge we face is that coming out of the pandemic, we've seen um, a real surge in mental health and addiction issues that not only BC is dealing with, this is a North American worldwide issue that everyone is dealing with right now. And on top of that, because of our increased population growth, 250,000 people over the last two years, it's put real pressure on uh, all of our housing stock. And unfortunately, it's pushing people further and further down. And so traditionally, you'd have uh, you know, folks that maybe are having mental health issues or addiction issues where we need supports. Now we have, you know, young families who um, just are priced out or just can't find anything to rent, even though they have good paying jobs. And so we're in a bit of a different challenge than, than we have in the past. And, and fundamentally, we had just, you know, for 20 years, we just have not invested enough in housing. Yeah. Uh, if you look at CMACJAS, they say a, a million housing units are needed. If you, if you calculate how many units government traditionally used to build a year and you calculate that 20 years, you'll find we're close to a million units. And so we're behind, 
but I do see hope. Uh, I do see hope on the horizon because a lot of the units we've invested in are just coming online now. Yeah. Minister, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Stay safe.